Parsing Grace, episode 10. Who would have thought? Me! You did. I was betting <laughs> against the odds. <laughs> uh, but we did it. A lot of people were betting against the odds as well, but we proved them wrong. Armoranth has a new mic. Armoranth, say hello to people with your new mic. Hello, everybody. Now you can <gasps> finally hear me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to complain ever again about your uh, your voice being low. You're yeah. only going to complain about your uh, shitty takes on everything, but yeah, you know. You can't oh, do anything about that. Yeah. Anyway. So, no, they hear that, so. Yeah. Special episode tonight. Or today. So, yes, yes. will you do the honors and explain to us oh, what we're going to do, do tonight? <clears throat> Alright. Since everyone knows we have the hardcore servers coming up this week's Thursday, we have a huge honor to welcome Aaron Biscuit, who has been part of the stuff since the beginning, and KSN, who has been part of that since the beginning up till this day. And he is also still really active and leading all this shit that is going on with the hardcore stuff. Hey. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Look, happy to be here. So how about you take you each take some time and introduce yourselves and what you've been doing in game and also what you've uh, talk about a little bit about the the server and then uh, we can jump into uh, the the meaty and greedy. Yeah, uh, let's go alphabetically chaos to the honors. Yeah. You bar me, so I am Chaos End. I've been playing WoW since whenever TBC was first released. Came back into Classic. Um, didn't do much in normal Classic. Just sort of potted around a bit. Um, and then ended up getting hooked onto Hardcore during Season of Mastery. And, oh, what a ride it's been. I've died more times than I can care to count. I've died to some stupid stuff, <laughs> some really stupid stuff, um, but that's mostly been me. I spent a bit of time doing softcore on TBC and Wrath when it came out, just because TBC and Wrath are amazing, um, but mm. I've always sort of popped back every now and then, you know, when you, you've hit that max character and you're like, oh, do I want to make another ult? No, I want to play hardcore, um, and that's me even right now, two days before launch, I'm sat here playing Wrath. Hardcore because I don't think I can play normal well anymore. Hardcore is everything. I see. It's like um, more. Yeah, exactly. I've managed to hit uh, 80 in Wrath Hardcore. I had a 60 on Era and we were raiding BWL, which is where unfortunately my priest died. Um, wow. And I've just sort of been loitering around waiting for the official servers to come out now. Awesome. What about you, Iron Biscuit? Right. Um, well, I'm Iron Biscuits. I ra uh, I did raid. I'm on and off raider in Sparks since Hydraxian and currently in Mirage. Um, as well, joined back into WoW Classic after playing it on and off um, since the original TBC. But in Classic, I, I think it was early Blackwing Lair when I realized that I really didn't enjoy uh, the game anymore at mm. all. And I and I figured I have like I have 10 days left. I'll let it slide and then quit. And during those 10 days, I found out about Hardcore, tried it out. And I still have my subscription active and um, 
really liked hardcore. I'm currently been quite busy with IRL stuff. I haven't been gaming as much as I would like to, but just like Chaos said, um, hardcore really changed the way I approach WoW. Mm. And um, yeah, I I was a G GM in the classic HC guild in uh, in 2020 in autumn. Uh, pretty much quite quite close to these days, actually, like four, uh, three years ago, when I was uh, I was a living character in the guild when the GM died, and I got passed the GM <laughs> duties, and I took them up. Uh, almost a year after that, I became a moderator in the hardcore community run a lot of mm -hmm. the eu stuff in the end appeal stuffs and, oh um, that's gonna be interesting I'll, I'll, i want to hear that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh after road to ragnaros i kind of burnt out and i quit hardcore as active as i've been i've like popped in and out maybe once or twice after it but i've been under the radar uh, when it comes to hardcore after that enjoying looking how the community has grown right right so for me an outsider who has uh never tried hardcore ever i've only been watching videos of people dying really <laughs> because they're very entertaining um quite, you quite enjoy those yeah yeah they're fun well. they, yeah. they, they make me feel better you know for myself but anyway what is it that makes it for you guys, is it is it the the thrill of dying, or what what is it that makes you come back to it? It's. Do you ever play those games where, you no, know, it's like the RPG games where there's multiple choices. So and they they advertise it to you saying no playthrough will ever be the same because you've got so many different things you can do. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Yes, all the quests are the same, but um, it's just doing certain things can always change. Like. Just playing well, no random loot drops, things like that. Um, mm. You've got to think now. What we're using now is essentially a solo self-found hardcore, which is this was a rule set that was made for a solo sort of play. This is a little separate to what's about to be released, but currently, the rule set for the solo self-found hardcore is you cannot trade, you cannot use the auction house, you cannot use the mailbox. So you've got to think everything you pick up is, you know, you've got to, you know, if you're, you think of it, think of bag space, you make a new character, what's the first thing you do when you get to mailbox, you mail yourself some bags, so you've got plenty of bag space, you don't have that, you've got to rely on picking up that random six slotter from a few mobs, <laughs> or, you know, you're level 15, and suddenly you pick up a green item that's got like six strength on it as your warrior, and it's amazing, it just makes you go, you know, picking up an epic item in softcore just from the world was great. But now you're on this one life character and suddenly you pick up something like, I don't know, let's say you're playing uh, a rogue and you pick, you happen to pick up, you, you're one of those lucky people that picks up flipping, you know, uh, Alcor Summers or, or Shadowblade or something like that mm -hmm. as you're in the world. That is an amazing, and you're just, oh, it makes you feel great. You're like, oh my God, it's amazing. I've got this item. And that's what draws you in. You keep, no matter how many times you can play through it. Like I've had characters where by the time I'm level four, I've picked up four six slot bags. So I'm already kitted to go. I'm like, yeah, this is the run. I then died four levels later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, 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 that the, was that the red bag? Because everyone 
kind of afraid oh, of Oh, people, people keep saying it's the red bag, it's the black bag. It's just, no, yeah. it's not, but... You will die. You, know, you will die then, if you do yeah. that. <laughs> but then I've had characters that I've leveled to 30+, plus and I've never found a bag drop, and I've had to buy them. Oh. So it's just, li it's just little things like that that just make it go, it's worth replaying, because it is a, the quests and the areas you go are the same, but the, the stuff you pick up mm. is, you know, that makes it, oh my god, and there's so much to find in the world that you yeah. might not know that this little vendor that's tucked away in the corner somewhere that you and never he... knew about and he's actually got like a you know a, a level 20 two-handed sword that's going to last you like 10 levels because it's amazing but you never knew he was there because you just bought something off the auction house i don't know what the question was but i i completely <laughs> agree with chaos <laughs> and you kind of need to appreciate all those gray shoulders because Oh my gosh, shoulders finally dropped. You're so happy about that. Every it every tiny bit every tiny bit uh on your way to whatever level you get with the character is is meaningful and uh, it, it makes you plan differently the game. It's it's not like I'm gonna run this dungeon twenty times mm. to mm. Ma to maximize the time I have to level or like minimize, I mean. But it's more like uh what if I choose these talents instead of those that make more damage? But I have, like, Rogue is like great example. You have lots of talents that reduce the cooldowns of your uh, survivability um, abilities. Or like the Druid that, well, if I play Feral Druid on Hardcore, I first go to Balance Tree to get Omen of Clarity because it, it can make all the difference or the 10% melee damage that you get along the way. Those kind of things uh, are just, just you know, different than the, the softcore uh, leveling or the gaming. And it doesn't even have to be those rares or epics that you might get. It's um, Swiftness Potion recipe <laughs> that you might, might get dropped. You'll, you'll have like tailoring up to 200, you get a Swiftness Potion recipe drop, and you think... Am I going to fucking drop alchemy for this? <laughs> I, I, oh, I did that. Tailoring for, yeah, yeah. I did that on my priest. I got to sixty. I had tailoring to one forty. I picked up the recipe and I was like, right. I spent like three hours farming herbs just so I could use it now. Yep. <laughs> well. Yep. And then you need to ponder what happens if I die next. Yep. But you also need to have the money to buy the talents, and you need to have the money to, you know, just traveling about, unless you want to actually walk everywhere. The flying costs. That's really mm -hmm. expensive. And Dude, you flying costs are insane. That's true. That's true. But you kind of don't think about that when you like normally play the game, true. But when yeah. you're the the money depends on those everything that you want to have big bags so you can collect all the stuff that drops because you need to sell all these hair and hooves and whatever you get because you are really independent, like depending on the money. Yeah, and you, you've got to think in classic, um, you know, no matter, depending on what version of the game you know more so, you know, classic is, it's the hardest because it's the first, you know, mm. we can all agree TBC and Wrath, you know, got, they obviously nerfed the open world, um, they buffed the players with talents and stuff like that, but for like money, for example, there's some talents that you realise that aren't any good, so you don't use them. You mm. don't buy it until you're level 60, you know, so 
uh, for a priest, something like, well, obviously, like resurrection, you're not, there's no point of buying it, so you save some mm. gold. Um, yeah. Other spells that you don't think you're ever going to use, like Touch of Weakness, I never touched, so I never bought it. It was just, you, you have to plan it that much because then you've got to think, you have to get to level 40 to get a mount, and yeah, it's, 90, it's 90 gold on Classic. Good. <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's 900 gold to get the epic mount at 60. <laughs> On, yep. on my mage, on my mage, I ground. Uh, this is actually a good tip for those who want to get mount money at level forty or close to level forty. Uh, go right. to uh, Stranglethorn Vale. You have those basilisks. You mm -hmm. grind them from thirty-eight to forty-two, and you're gonna have your gold. <laughs> and because they drop so much gray, gray stuff, and they stack. So, it's it's actually actually pretty good gold. And another thing is fishing is suddenly really uh, important oh, and valuable. Yes. Oh, oh it is. Because everyone loves fishing. Unfortunately, everyone I, loves fishing. I, I I don't know. I hate fishing so I much. Hate I, fishing. Think, no, I, I hate never, fishing. And I remember back in the days <laughs> in classic, the other chaos. He was always like, oh yeah, I love the fishing. And he was always fishing when we were like waiting to the, the raid to start or after the raid or whatever. He was always fishing. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that is so boring. I can't do that. And then I had to do that in class, like in the, in the hardcore stuff, because that's just really good food. And that serves nicely. So, yeah. And especially if you have a hunter and you need to feed your pet. Well, you kind of need to make that food for your pet as well. So, do you yeah, ever and... keep track of your characters, of how many you've had over oh. the years? There's, there's no way of keeping track of that many. <laughs> Not for me, anyway. Uh, how many hardcore characters? Yeah. Um. Oh, he does. He has a number. Nine. Mm. Nine. I have nine characters. That's five, or in total. Uh, in total, uh, one has survived, and one uh, got retired. Because I didn't have time to play. Oh, so what that was that your... was in that was in the season of mastery because that my mage got up to forty, and then I realized with all the moderation work and all the work that mm. went into Road to Ragnaros uh, upkeep, it was like a second job at that time. So I really didn't have any any time to even play. So I just parked the character. It sounds though like a like a whole different game, you know, from what you guys described. It's like a survival game suddenly. It's not, you know, good old World of Warcraft. It's Valhalla combined with World of Warcraft and some shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, not bad to summarization. Yeah. It sounds so tough. What was your favorite character of those? Well, it's, of course, my uh, <laughs> Tauren Feral Druid Iron Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I currently go online. <laughs> I mean, um, I was about to ask. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Um. Because now the servers are gonna be officially live. So would you have like a, a ranking system for the classes? Um. Mm -hmm. the, the best class is the one you know the most. Yeah. Like that, that's the that's the rule of thumb for every every player. And after that, it goes. How good are you in the game? How very varied you are in the game? What you want to play then. Then you can have like more subjective um, 
tier lists, if you will. But the rule of thumb is that the, the, the class you know the most that you can operate with when you are in, I have seven mobs on me, right. panic. There, there are like people at the door in real life kind of stuff. That's, that's when you realize what's the best class in that sense. But it's not, it's not warrior. Until it gets <laughs> <laughs> was about to say, was about to say, poor warriors, yeah, poor yeah. warriors, yeah. But oh man, it's, it's it's a surprising how much game knowledge people think they have of a game, right? Especially World of Warcraft, until they have to do something like hardcore <laughs> and realize certain quests. You think, oh, these are a piece of cake, and you get slapped instantly, and you're like level thirty. <laughs> the um, the most prominent one I know is uh test of endurance if you guys remember that one no uh, the one so, oh yeah in, uh, yeah it's no. in That's thousand needles yeah you have oh, to go into a harpy yeah. cave mm -hmm. and you press a box and the boss spawns now in tbc and wrath the i think the the named mob spawns straight away with a couple of ads and it's pretty easy in classic you have two waves no three waves yeah. Of like two, three mobs, and then you have the final person come. A lot of people don't know that, and they go into that cave at level thirty and they die the because you, people dangerous. don't know it. Yeah. I mean, it does. Uh, remember all the times I died that I didn't really, even really care, <laughs> and uh, at low levels. So I'm like, how would that go if I started fresh hardcore character? How many times I would die? Yeah. How, how many <laughs> yeah, exactly. times? Do still try again and again. Well, when... How long? How long ago was season mastery? <laughs> Three years, and I'm still doing it. So. I remember back in the day, it's like two years ago, when I first heard heard about the um, the hardcore stuff. That was kind of kept as a trophy kind of thing of like it was a title that you. Glowed with because it got your name to the um, the wall of fame and you got your hardcore to sixty. Is that still the similar stuff nowadays when everyone is kind of doing this? Unfortunately, not. Um, if you kept up to date with a lot of stuff, there was um, issues with the website that they were using, and it got um, had to be brought down because it was used by a third party that stopped essentially responding so we lost accessibility to it the mod team that is um mm. and they essentially they started make it a new one was started to be developed um if you go to the same url now you'll still find a hardcore classic um mm -hmm. website but unfortunately due to time commitments or whatever by the team that were making it it never got finished um so i don't know if it was other stuff got involved or something like that I don't know the ins and outs, but unfortunately, the leaderboard wasn't something they finished in time. Mm. Uh, what about... as, far, mm? as far as I know, um, I think they have the data, or most of the data still. I, I don't know. Like from the very beginning, they should have. When and when I say they, I mean a couple of individuals. But yeah, the time stuff like this takes is massive. Yeah, it it was kind of doable in the beginning when the, the community wasn't like. It was, it was less than ten thousand people. Yeah. It was it was doable, but now when there's like over one hundred thousand people 
Wow. 130 by last count on the Discord. Yeah, it's it's just for yeah. for a bunch of um, volunteers, it's insane. And even with the add-on, which, like, checking an add-on um, verification code takes around five minutes if everything, like, if everything's fine, you don't really have to do more than five minutes. But when someone dinged 60, when there was no uh, add-on, when we were still <laughs> using that, people had to record their runs. Mm. From, from level one, they pressed uh, the recording button or on OBS or whatever. And when they got to level 60, uh, they stopped the recording. And then there was some lucky volunteer who had like eight and a half days of uh, gaming uh, footage to go through in eight times or Jesus. 16 times the speed and it took like it took like 10 to 30 hour, hours per run and if it was nicely like archived it was so nice but when it was like 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 uh, clips no mm -hmm. naming no nothing and you had to like <laughs> parse everything through you mm. You wanted to send a very nicely worded letter to the person after you went through the, all those. <laughs> all those and I, and I, I didn't know. I went like 10 to 15 runs myself. And I know people who went even more and took so much time in their day to to um, have someone's name on the leaderboard for the achievements they had in the game mode. So... Uh Okay, let me let me get something straight because I'm 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 amazed at the moment in my head and I want to keep the amazement. So, before the add-on, and mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong here, right? Uh, and even with the add-on, from from what I can understand, everything was managed by the community. Yeah, yeah, everything's always been managed by the community. A small team it, of it's it's been the biggest uh, DIY community I've been a part of. Holy fuck! Really? If, so the, if, the if somebody, yeah, if if somebody doesn't doesn't know how something is done, they'll figure out a way and they'll tell others how to do. And uh, if somebody is doesn't, or if somebody isn't doing something or something isn't done, then somebody picks up the slack and does it for everyone. That's how yeah. it kind of went. And that's, yeah, that's why. And that and that's the short version of how did we get these servers. That that's the those are the grassroots. So you guys had to manage everything, like from uh, from looking at the footage to verify that this uh, whoever got the run and got the sixty, they did it in legitimate ways. Yep. They didn't trade, they didn't use uh, you know auction house or whatever. And then uh, this this is. In all these years, there was zero zero help from Blizzard. Nothing. Uh, they they were in the outskirts or like in in the perimeter, uh, on the outside looking in, help, helping with uh, seasons of mastery, like with the Soul of Iron buff, for example. But mostly, and this might be something that Chaos can uh, chime in better. But mostly, it's. Uh, they've not been active within the community but they've mm. i can say well, there's been a f so how long ago was it there was a number of months ago when there was just a boom of popularity um i'm assuming some 
streamer started trying it or something like that. Something got put out there outside the normal people. Was that like six months ago or something? Yeah, maybe about. Are you talking about this? Because yeah, that's true. I I saw that as well. Yeah, maybe about six months ago, it just exploded. You know, there was the community was always growing a bit, but suddenly it was like in the space of a couple of days, ten thousand people had joined the Discord. And then in the space of a week, we gained almost 50,000 people. I bet it, it was exploded. because the race, race were really boring. We were waiting for the next phase, and that yeah. was so boring. And that's that, when, like, have you, have you noticed that there's always the same sort of, like, like especially, like, um, before the phase 3 got released, and now the phase 2 got released, have you seen the increase of the population? On yeah. every time when people uh, get bored. Phases and new game releases were always a factor. So when you know when Wrath was initially released, obviously it slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there's only so much you can do while you're waiting for stuff. You can only make it to 80 mm. and grind as much. Um, mm. You know when new games came out, Diablo came out. Obviously there was a bit of a lull. Um, you know when other games came out, there was a bit of a lull. But people always came back to it. It might have been a few weeks or something like that. Um, the most recent Wrath phases, not so much, purely because I think uh, current classic stuff like that has become very much a, from what I've heard anyway, because I don't play it too much myself, um, sort of a min-maxing area. So you come in, you know, day release, that's it, you've cleared it. Some A load of guilds have cleared it instantly. Um, I don't think ICC will be the same, honestly, but we, we expect that to be the case, even on the official server that's out. ICC will be out maybe in a few months mm-hmm. and there will be people that will stop playing so that they can obviously go and kill the Lich King again but they'll come back because once you've killed the Lich King what do you do? Yeah exactly Whereas hardcore is always something different And I also know that there's a lot of people that are still thinking the golden days and that was a classic so we kind of want to go back and I, I know a lot of our guildies and the officers as well because the Sparks was created uh, in Classic and we had so much fun and the, the guild was really different, more of like a family than it is maybe nowadays anymore. So we kind of like want to go back and feel the same stuff again and go through all those. And a lot of people say that the Classic is better than, than DPC or Wrath. I think it's just the feel of it in my personal opinion, you know, TBC and Wrath aren't hard to play. You know, they're, they're very much more of a grind than they are anything. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It, you know, with any expansion that comes out, it's always getting to that new expansion to experience it and experience the raids and the dungeons. That's the draw. But you've also, with something like World of Warcraft, unless you've got a boosted character, you've still got to slog through, you know, 1 to 60 in Azeroth, then you've got to do 60 to 70 in Outlands, then you get to Northrend and you've still got to do that before you can start doing Endgame, whereas Classic mm. it is a grind, but you know it's a grind, but it's all there, it's all together, and there is a lot of story that's linked into stuff each other, you know, um, you know you've got quests that you get in the Barrens at level 15, 20, that you actually sort of come back to it later when you're at level 40, and you're like, oh yeah, I did that quest earlier, oh that's mm. the bit of the story to it, so it's all into it's all connected to that point, whereas, you know, once you get TBC, you, you leave Azeroth and that's it. It's all there. 
and nothing's yeah. linked to it. It's just all there. Same with Northrend. Once you go to Northrend, it's all in Northrend. There's no reason mm. to go back anywhere. Do you um, ever read those quests when you accept those? Especially on, on Hardcore. Mm, like, do you for, just for skip? Me it's, for skip? me, it's not, not the same. <laughs> but uh, to briefly go back in, into the previous thing, um, there are parallels to how Classic is um, the beginning, beginning of the game and how back in the day you didn't really know anything about the game. Everything was in a way new, you had to figure stuff out, and Hardcore uh, gave that feeling a new breath of fresh air, because suddenly you couldn't die, you couldn't trade, and that's new, and it's all in uh, Azeroth. And it sparked the same feeling, at least for me. Like, like I said, I almost quit WoW because I felt like this game no longer had anything to give to me. Almost, I remember when we were in Karazhan doing your last raid and we had mm -hmm, the fucking mm -hmm. double line that you walked mm -hmm. to, you did quit. <laughs> but I you did, came I did back. quit, yeah, but <laughs> I, I had to come back for Road to Ragnaros because I was like, there were two EU mods who was running it on EU. So I had mm. to come back because it would have been impossible not to. But, uh, and, and then that was like the pool that I'm still playing the fucking game. <laughs> but yeah. You do not and get away. You do not escape. I, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like clapping. Once you start, what, the first time in your life when you clap, the you can't stop. It's, yeah, yeah, it's always, <laughs> oh my it, God. Yeah, the, the spaces between claps are like weeks or a couple seconds or half a second, but you always collapse after you've started. And <laughs> another thing uh, was that you 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 could really like focus on different things. You didn't have to be the best player or you didn't have to carry your own weight to make others be able to finish a raid, for example. You just had to stay alive and you could focus on your UI. You could uh, lower the brightness of your screen to f so that Terry's full glades would feel more scary or you could play in first person <laughs> mode. All those little things made the game feel new in a way. An old game that is, is a familiar familiar game but you get to experience and explore in a different way. And when we and the community after I left uh, like duplicated it time and time again more people get involved and then they told others and then more people joined and that's how it kind of snowballed into suddenly 50,000 people joining when someone big enough told their friends and followers so <laughs> okay from from a um you're gonna try this now huh <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. That's true. I am thinking about it. So from from starting from a very DIY community where everything was close knitted and um, volunteers were looking for things, making sure that everything is okay, and um, you basically the community had the silent agreement that we're going to you know uh, go by the rules and not fuck up. Uh, then the add-on comes up, which helps with a lot of things. I bet. Um, the sudden boom of popularity, like you guys mentioned, and now we got to uh, official heroic servers. 
I wanted to ask you guys, do you, before we go and uh, before we go into what should we expect from the hero, the official heroic servers, do you guys feel, yeah, <laughs> hardcore, you're right. Uh, do you guys feel vindicated or do you, would you like to keep a, a semblance of, you know, um, control, I should say, uh, with Blizzard chiming in and out to help you with uh, the the hardest parts and not like completely surrendering everything to um, to blizzard i don't know if i make any sense but yeah i i, I get what you mean um personally for me because i'm no longer part of the moderation team uh i feel like this is uh well it's sort of like an end of an expansion you know like mm -hmm. the the diy only within the community part or within communities at this point uh changes into an official um blizzard version of hardcore it doesn't mean that the diy stuff ends it just changes form or uh lives in a parallel universe in a in a certain right. way because i know people who are still going to be playing in uh, hydraxian or on bloodshell buccaneers or, or remulus on oceanic mm -hmm. but whatever blizzard does is they, they have the servers you know they they have the game yeah. mode and it's two different things and it's an end of an expansion in that sense the did Blizzard ever contact your team about this? Or did they just announce, like, oh, hey, we're going to do the hardcore servers? I don't know the exact details, but yes, there was some contact between a member of Blizzard development and members of the mod team that were not me. Mm. Um, because... Yeah, from a business perspective, obviously, Blizzard are a company. They want to make money. They want to keep subscribers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they've seen something's become popular, then yeah. and there's enough people, you know, that's you've got to think if we've got 130,000, 130, 140,000 people on Discord, if they bring out a server and they think, oh, if will 130,000 people pay a subscription mm. just to play Hardcore Serving for a month, you know, that's what, $8.99. Yeah, for every person, you know, they've made some money, and the server's not going to be difficult to make. It's still going to be the era servers. They've just had to tweak a few things, so they've not had to make anything new. Mm -hmm. You know, they've just had to tweak a few bits and pieces inside it to sort of match with it. So it's not like they've had to create a new game. So from a business perspective, yes, it's a we've seen something popular that our people want. Let's do it. What's even better is some of the developers like there's a few youtube videos out there you might see with the interviews with a gentleman called agrand yeah who's one of the developers who is one of the developers he plays on the servers he plays hardcore with the add-on so that's blizzard themselves have joined cool. in something that we that has been built by a community oh, that's awesome and to yeah. me that's a you know that's a win that is what you've always that is a yeah. yes it's not a we're in charge of things but we never go into we're not going to suddenly get hired by blizzard you know, no one ever thought that was going to happen. But to say, you know, this thing you've built and this community have built has been recognized by the people that have made the game. And we've gone, yes, this is a good idea. One of our developers has loved what you've done. We want to make it official. And they've rolled with it. So, yeah, so it was always the end goal, you know, 
for speak, you know, without speaking names just yet, you know, people that were there at the very beginning that helped build it to what it was. That was the end goal to make it recognize that this is what people want. And they've done it. They've succeeded. Yeah, I I really have to agree with that point that to do something in Warcraft that's been around for decades, the game that people have, have played for decades and the thing that you work in that game becomes actually official uh, in the books part of Warcraft's history. It's something to be proud of. It it will have and of course has um, shades of grey within but like at the end of the day maybe not the end goal but the end dream to like actually have the thing legitimized that people like it and it has left a mark. Yeah. yeah, and the the biggest thing you'll hear compared now is purely the what Blizzard have released compared to what the the community have been playing with the add-on, the Solar South Fan Wolves. I was gonna, but <laughs> they've yeah, they've acknowledged that and said we might add we you know there's a chance we're gonna add something like that later. Mm. You know, the, again, you've got to think that people are gonna be. It's not just going to be all the people on the community that play it. It's going to be a lot of people outside the community that decide to play it just for the sake of playing it. Um, you know, so there's not just us. There's other people. So they can't just cater for what we want. They want to. They want to make it sure that everybody has fun playing it, and not. And there are plenty of people that enjoy this other stuff. And there's plenty of people that don't. They just want death equals delete because that is what hardcore has been on many games. You mm-hmm. die, you delete your character, you start again. That's it. Fine. But they have acknowledged that, yeah, you know what, there were lots of aspects of Solo Cell found that they they see that it's enjoyed, that they themselves have enjoyed playing. They're not they've said on the interviews they're not going to do it at launch, but it is something they might look at later on. Whether that's right. an achievement, a toggleable to things like no banking, no trading, no auction house, it could be something you toggle on and off or something like that, but or if they introduce an achievement system, we don't know. But they've acknowledged that it is a po- it is a thing, and it could be something they add later, which is, you know, taking what we've done and going, this is the acknowledgement, this is what you put built, here it is. So, how much do you think that the, the hardcore stuff will change now with the server mm-hmm. compared to, like, the add-on days? Or even before the add-on days? Like, there's... Ha- there has been talking uh, about the uh, the auction house that you can use that and you can use this and that and you can trade and you can do dungeons now every day and not just once per dungeon. I think it it will have a similar effect as as uh, hardcore when you first started hardcore. Now it, it's when you first start um, the Blizzard ver- version of hardcore. It's just a new approach to the game. And it might go somewhat closer to what um, ERA servers or Wrath servers are because you can group up more freely. But it's it's a di- different approach. I, I have my um, thoughts about it, but I'm also like really willing to look at how it, how it starts and how it goes and how mm-hmm. it evolves. And mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, I, I want to have an open mind at the end of the day, that's when I start. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's how, that's how I'm going into it. So we've talked about the community and how helpful people have been and how helpful it is to play the game, to develop it, right? 
On the opposite note, though, we've also noticed about a lot of griefing. Have you been griefed <laughs> at all in your... <laughs> Dude, that guy? On your character? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I have only ever been griefed once. And it was in Season of Mastery. I was a level 19 gnome mage. And someone bought Terminus into Stormwind and I couldn't get away in time. <laughs> oh, that was it that... apart from that i've never actually been in the position to i've i've spent my time fighting griefers um oh. i lost a 39 undead priest at one point and i actually leveled it to 40 got people to send me got people that had died to send me their gold before they deleted got them out and started chasing griefers down and killing them <laughs> so, you know. yeah exactly nice nice that's that's also it, it comes really useful to follow the looking for group chats because they used to announce about the kiters and those but now in the new upcoming hardcore server i heard that they will have these um the kiting thing and that doesn't work anymore because the mobs have a spot yeah. where they go back they are, to if they go they too far now. yeah that's yeah. smart that's smart uh, yeah, and uh, I think, well, we'll see when we'll see it, but they should be handing, like, harsher punishments to griefing. Like, there should be a no-tolerance mm. policy, apparently. Yeah. Um, I haven't been griefed. I have been tried, but I... Because, like I said earlier, I I managed the appeal system the appeals, for a while. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I kind of got good at realizing what's going on in the game. And... I haven't been grieved myself, but I've spent tens, like at least tens hours, gathering footage to be sent to Blizzard to show that couple certain players are constantly violating the TOS of the game by griefing others. Right. And I felt I was grieved by that. <laughs> makes sense. Time. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So, so what percentage of the appeals were due to griefing? Uh, during season of mastery, when the first <laughs> first uh, times uh, griefing got popular in a way, right? I, I think that's I'm pulling numbers out of my ass, but it's it was like every fourth appeal at least was from griefing. So. I'm gonna beat that one to say that right that as of some months ago we actually have a griefing death appeal channel separate oh, because there were so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, it I'm was... so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Like we made a appeal team. I I just watch over it now. I don't tend to do much myself because they get to it before me. Um, there was a group of people that were making it their business to constantly. They were on, you're looking at daily for hours, a hunter running around with elite mobs, you know, rogues stealthing over um, respawn points and things like that. Um, the reason that one of the big reasons that Blizzard actually got involved was because even though, yes, it was griefing a, 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 a game mode that wasn't official, they, mm -hmm. were do, they were making it impossible for people to progress, say, past the um escort quest in westfall the defias escort quest they oh, would yeah. stay, they would stand there for hours killing the, yeah. the escort quest or killing the 
the killing the dude on, on on the uh yeah yeah, yeah i've seen that yeah. i've seen that um so they would spend hours and we are talking to the point where at one point for an entire 24 hour period people could not progress past that point and that's what what's well, one of the things that made them fully realize because that is against their tos is blocking people from progressing it doesn't matter that it was in a solo uh a, a made-up game mode that people have made they was they couldn't progress in the game right. and from that and that's one of the main things that flagged it up for a lot of people because they were doing it for a while before they stepped in but then they stepped in and realized, oh, they're doing this, they're doing this. And then they finally started keep handing out, like they had to do the one day ban, three day ban, seven day ban. And then some account people, some of the griefers did get their accounts permanent banned. What do you think, what kind of person would do this? Someone that's bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I always wonder, like, wh why, what makes you log online and just, you know, Stay there twelve hours straight and ruin someone else's gameplay. Like, what do you gain from that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, people it's... throw garbage out of their car windows while they're driving as well. <laughs> yeah. It's people being people in the world. It's you know there there was an amusement for it, and then and the thing is, that we're all a little bit guilty of it. You've probably all watched video clips sometimes where someone screwed over someone else in the game, and you found it. It's been a bit funny at the time, but uh, you know it's happened once but you still laughed at it you know um but these people are doing it so much and people were enjoying what was happening because it wasn't happening to them right. so they didn't care they found it funny then they made it more popular because they were doing it there was a bit of a personal i think i don't have definite details but yeah, a bit but... more of a personal attack attack on certain members of the mod team that they didn't agree with um, they didn't agree with the appeal system things like that so they decided they were just you know it was more of a oh you're going to get appealed anyway so we can do it you're not actually losing anything apart from time um, yeah and, and they're, they're also making a name for themselves right i mean yeah, exactly. we, yeah. yeah so that, that kind of feeds into it so i mean it makes sense have you seen all these movies these post-apocalyptic environments where the society is suddenly lawless and there's this group of people doing degenerate things. Yeah, yeah. these are these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really good comparison. Um, there was a time. Oh. Yeah, we're, no, we're psychologists now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it takes skill to be that person though, right? I don't get paid yeah, enough true. to do that, yeah. There was a time that my YouTube was bombarded by streamers doing hardcore stuff. Uh, not only the deaths, but, you know, trying and trying and trying, raiding, etc. Do you think that the tension that the hardcore servers got, was it all in a good way? Or did it involve more of these people that we mentioned in as well? There were a only... couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. There, there were a couple that, you know, yeah, we're actually, there were a couple that you were thinking, you probably think, um, I wish I hadn't come along. Because unfortunately, when you've got a big streamer join, you've also got their followers and fan base join. Mm. You know, and certain people that came along, I can, you know, a couple I can, I could say if we have issues with it, you know, I think are great. I've watched a couple of their streams. I've played with one of them. Um, and yeah, they they were great guys and the community they brought with them. And these two particular people were having, you know, you're looking at maybe 3000 viewers per stream, mm -hmm. you know, and they all came along and it was great. Um, but then you found a couple that came along and 
the streamer themselves were a bit hmm okay he's one of those type of streamers but and that means the community that followed him or her weren't that they didn't mesh well with how we were trying to play the game that sort of thing right right yeah and like the game mode kind of started in 2020 when there was this uh bit of a pandemic going on mm -hmm. and for many of the players and uh, for the mod, then mod team and those who joined after one of the key things what was that it was escapism the game that you, right. you got to you know chill out after whatever shit was going on in, in real life and you had like you know friendly faces like helpful people around and it was also more like we rolled on to um rp servers we had like name policies like you know we are we are we are on rp player server like let's be nice to them and uh help each other out don't be dicks which we, well we just want to play the game and mm -hmm. that works well when you have a small community or smaller communities within um certain ideals mm -hmm. and then when you have three thousand people joining without uh, streamer and they are not necessarily knowing of, of these things or, or you know just want to have fun I have seen a couple uh, griefing with videos and whatnot it makes tension and friction between people and I think that's um, something that just happened over time I also know this like I forgot the question in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I do that too. I do that too. I, I get it. Back in those days, when you were playing hardcore and you went to pick up a quest or you were waiting to kill the ex-boss, there was a queue waiting for, like, there was a queue mm -hmm. of people waiting their turn. And now when I go back, um, I have come back for two times now. And the last one was uh, six months peak that chaos and talked about and i know this that people are not doing that anymore they are just actually waiting the boss to spawn and everyone with their insta stuff trying to tag the boss to themselves and i was looking at that like what the f they, it, that's not polite and i was trying to like ask it again like are, are the people not really actually doing the stuff anymore because i felt that like the, the something is missing from the nice, friendly, hardcore atmosphere when there's no that I will just wait here my own turn and then I go. But oh, no, yes. there was like I'm sorry. You, you clearly, you clearly have never seen Greeks line up to get into anywhere in a museum, no. anywhere. <laughs> Cues are like. What is a queue? It's like for old people. Are you saying that? <laughs> so that comes down to the amount of people. You said yeah. you did it six months ago. There might have been four or five people queuing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've gone to start a character. I've got to Zalazane the troll on the Echo Islands, mm -hmm. and there has been twenty people waiting. Yeah. And Zalazane has a respawn time of about five six minutes. Yeah. Right. And this was before they introduced layers. So you've got, I think, five, six minutes wait time, <laughs> 20 people before because... when you get there. I was like, I can level another character in that <laughs> amount of time and probably get further than where I am now. 
at one point we just said to people it became a thing of just don't bother you can kill yes you know yeah. 10 mobs and get the same amount of xp and yeah. maybe some loot in the middle but at a time it was people wanted to wait and the people went why the hell am i waiting for over an hour yes. for a spawn mob i'll just try and steal it and uh, it just descended into well, chaos <laughs> i waited that same chicken troll for two hours and there was always <laughs> a lot of people there. well i had nothing to two do two hours <laughs> yes on the fucking island and there was always someone that is really, really fast or whatever, so that they were able to tag that. And I was like, oh, shoot, but no! <laughs> it was just, people just started making macro, attack macros. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. That's and a simple thing to do. And, and, yeah. and then I see, okay, there's this one person. Okay, I will let you, I will help you to kill that so it's a bit faster. And then I go to the line and I'm like, okay, I'm the only one. And then you see the fear in your That's ass. Me. That's like, me. waiting. Who is coming next? And then there's five more people coming. Like, oh, shit. That, that would be me. You would be waiting for two hours, helping other people, and then I would come in from out of fucking nowhere, and I would just tag the mob. And, yeah. you know, Especially yeah. if you're a shaman or a mage. That was it. As soon as yeah. you're yes. a shaman or a mage, right. you're, like, you're not getting that tag. <laughs> yes. The other mob was um, near the uh, ratchets. Those... Uh, yeah, Kreenig. Yeah. Oh lord! <laughs> two days. I was two mean? days in that fucking spot trying to get attacked. Well, after a certain <laughs> while, <laughs> you just need to give up, you know. <laughs> just well, move I, on. You know, when that goes past that certain point, then you're like, I am not giving up. Okay. Are you also waiting on traffic lights for everyone else to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. No, I am that person who stands there and doesn't cross the road, even though there's no cars coming, if the light is red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. are, are you lagging in real life, too? So you're <laughs> take <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. She's lagging in real life. i got one question for you guys. So now that the official servers are out, and I know, of course, a lot of people are eager to play, is there the option for the ones that are already already progressing with the add-on to keep mm. on playing? Like they've reached a certain point, like reading like traumas or doing whatever. Do they have the option to keep on playing on that one? You can't transfer if that's what you mean. No, no, no. I mean, they can continue playing on the servers like with the add-on and just continue playing there. Or will that be stopped? Is there no, any insight um, from Blizzard? The era servers are going to continue being open and the development team of the add-on are going to continue to support it um, going forward because there are people that will use the add-on on the official servers because they enjoy the solo self-found aspect of it mm. but they want to be where other people are <laughs> they nice. like you know that's the big thing though era will very much die out a bit now um whether for a little bit or people come back or not i don't know but era will get quieter but some people like that they like playing on an empty server Especially for something like hardcore, where people, other people can be the reason you die, more often than quite often. So, yeah, and I, like that—that's usually a has like the, that question has surfaced uh, when there's a patch coming or when there's like TBC or Wrath coming. That can I continue my character? And it's it's your character. Of course, you can continue it. Like, go ahead. We the the game mode might or the events might change but you know 
if it's a solo self-found character, why why couldn't you continue? Mm. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Since you have a lot of characters that have died and you have also those that survived, do you usually play like really carefully or do you just play as normal but maybe not doing that big risks? Depends on what I'm playing and the mood I'm in. Mm. Do you so... enter caves? Do you Sorry? get Do you enter caves? Or do you yes. avoid them? Oh, I see. <laughs> Because I was thinking, if you actually get, do you enjoy the gaming if you feel too careful? Like you have to ponder, can I pull this mob or should I do this quest? What if this quest summons something that I can kill? Um, I tend to do as many quests as I can. Um, purely because I like skipping certain areas if I can because I detest them with a passion. Um, but... Yeah, it depends. It will definitely come down to what character you're playing, um, how, what mood you're in on that day. So let's put mm-hmm. Yaz's favorite hunters in the picture. Yes. Everyone expects hunters to always survive, yet they <laughs> die mo- more than like mo- mostly because of overconfidence. Because people think you've got your pet, you've got your <laughs> feigned death or something like that, or you get high <laughs> enough, and then without even realizing it, you've pulled a couple of mobs. They've pulled down extra one axe. You've pulled. You've gone to pull a couple of mobs. You've accidentally pulled three. Your pet suddenly gets squashed. Your feigned death get resisted. And you're dead. And literally five I, seconds, you're like, oh, "I'm a hunter. I'll be fine." I can so relate to that. Yep. Yeah, I, had thing. So, I, I had done so stupid mistakes as a hunter as well. Only one thing comes to mind: Merlux. Do you avoid Fucking Merlocks? Kill Merlocks with a passion. Fucking Merlocks. Stay away of those fucking Merlocks. Yeah, that's the only place I ever die on any character. (laughs) Like, ever. Don't don't go to caves. Stay away from the Merlocks. I kill Merlocks with a passion. (laughs) It's probably Merlocks and Harpies, maybe? Mm. Um, Harpies, maybe, because a lot of them can um, execute. I kind of don't like the quill bars either. Actually, I, I want oh, to I want to change my answer. Uh, Centaurs mob, too in Barons, mob, right? Mobs uh, that summon other mobs, you know, like warlock mobs and uh, right, and mobs that trap. The, those yeah. are the, the yeah. death Trip. traps. <laughs> well, let us ask you this: What do you think is probably the most common thing that let's say mob? As you're starting off, that kills people. Oh, I would have said fall damage for sure, but no, it's, it's, actually... a mob. it's a mob. Huh? There's a specific mob that is probably well, depending on which faction you are, that is probably is responsible for most of the deaths starting off with. The alliance uh, thingy, the uh, what's his face? Hogger. The... Who? Hogger. Yeah, Hogger. Hogger. Nope. Fuck. He's up there, but he's not the highest. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not allowed to answer, am I? <laughs> you probably you know the answer. You're cheating. You know yeah. it. Right. So on alliance, the defies, pillagers, assaulters, the the most of the mobs in Westfall, are the main source of death because the the gap between leaving Elwyn Forest and Westfall seems is a quite. Is a, there's a little bit of a gap. So mm-hmm. if you go straight from Elwyn to Westfall, you're probably going to die. And in 
um, a lion, a horde, it's Skullvok and Gazus and his Voidwalker. Who are these guys? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Who are these guys? Just random mobs. You wouldn't think of it, but <laughs> they are there. Like in TBC, it's a Quantion in Ghostlands. That level 13 elemental you summon at the bottom of the lake. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, he's the one that kills most starting people because he's a normal mob that's got like 600 HP, is immune to like gouge and stuff like that and stuns and just destroys you if you're not ready. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, but it's just that. little mobs like that that they are the they kill more people than anyone realizes. Like, well, why'd you die to that? Because they doesn't. <laughs> because you don't um, think about it. You, you know, now everyone knows. Everyone goes, yeah, we stay away from this person. Yeah, but... and they're they're kind of they're kind of the weakest at from levels ten to twenty. Yeah, at especially 20, you're, you're... the hunter. That is so bullshit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'll you'll get a good good amount of the, like skills and tal and your first big talents at level twenty, but before that, you you are kind of vulnerable. And after you get the first big talent, then you're gonna die at level 22 because you think green mobs are shit and you can do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's how my first character died. Yep, has he ever died to fall damage? I have, I have as well. <laughs> I, I have died to fall damage at level 57. <gasps> oh no, what on my oh, yeah, level 57 on my. Uh, elemental shaman. Were you in... that guy in Gold's video where he was tanking and he, <laughs> he was in Blackrock, I think, or whatever, and he fell down and he died? Oh, no, no. This, this is way more embarrassing. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> more I, than that? Wow. I died, I died in Undercity Elevator oh. because my, co my code amount didn't fit through the through the oh, elevator door. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had my I had my auto walk on and I was mm -hmm. editing my macros and that's how I died. <gasps> I can see that happening to me. I too. can make you feel uh, a bit better if you like iron. I like that is the reason why I don't go to Undercity on my hardcore. I have so like no, I hate that place because I Just... feel that with my laggy computer I'm gonna hit like nope. But there's an easy solution that people don't take. Go in the sewers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And exit I the sewers, but people really. don't. Yeah, yeah I, I, I actually remembered that once, but I felt that it was too much of a uh, hassle. To make you feel better, Iron, we had a level 60 warlock join the guild, the uh, victory guild, and then an hour later he died to the undersea um, <gasps> elevator. If he, needs no. to, if he needs to talk or they need to talk, you, you can send, send them my way. Yeah, level 60, just dinged, joined the guild, was ready to go, died. You can make a psychological helpline about Yeah, yeah, you should have. You should, you should. Yeah, like, I, that, uh, that's the. You, you can play whichever faction you want, but uh, Absent Mind is the killer as well. Hardcore we, uh, Deaths Anonymous. Someday. If we quickly talk about before we end. Um, about the deaths and the appeals. What is I want to hear you both saying your own answers. Uh which one has been the most insane application? The um what is the word for uh the death appeal? Appeal, yes. Yep. The the most insane. Mm-hmm. I mean Like when you have read that, like what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> uh I think 
the I mean, it's of course been like over a year since I last did one, but uh, the the worst ones are that offer you literally no information, but call you a dick anyway. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, but the ones because that the, I they the don't realize that, they the, don't realize though yeah. what it takes for you to do your job, right? So and. Not even my job, my hobby. But, yeah, your uh, hobby. True. Yeah, I mean, the most that I hated were those where I know that the person died legit, or sorry, not died legit, but you know, for example, had a DC. Mm. And right. I know know from their footage and the help they provide me with that it's very, very likely that it was a DC. But you have to have some sort of like um, lines be between you throw in into appeals or other, otherwise it, it will be anarchy and chaos so you know mm. that they didn't do anything wrong they died to a dc but they can't you know prove it in any way for example mm. they didn't record or they were so panicked that they forgot to take screenshots or whatever and you just have to fail them and that that was the shittiest part i think yeah definitely agree so i have a lot of questions but time is not our friend um i just i'm going to ask two questions First of all, how cool is Makura that they've officially uh, included it? I think it's Very insane cool. and cool. Oh, they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. And two, do you think that either one of the factions has an easier time getting to 60 because, you know, the areas are not that dangerous? Or... Race yields? Yeah. Mm. Easier time is getting it... to 60, I wouldn't say. No. There's not a I don't think there's a benefit. Which whichever fact, if there's a, like, let's say, horde has seventy percent, then maybe the thirty percent of alliance might have easier time when it comes to questing. But I don't know. I I can't answer any better than that. Right. Yeah. There's no. Each faction's got their own areas that are good and bad. Um, no, don't. There's not really a. No faction has a big advantage over it in the leveling process. Um, you know, once you get to end game, there's certain things that they might have, they have uh, benefits over the other, but to level itself, they are, they, they did a well, in classic, they did a well, good thing to keep it as balanced as they could. Dude, I don't know. I'm so thinking about playing. <laughs> on the yeah, we will play. You know, yeah, come you, join. You know, we will play for maybe yeah, one day. I, I, I don't <laughs> have the skills it takes, dude. It takes so much skill to, to actually play hardcore. It's not just that, though, like, realistically, on paper, it's easy to get to 1 to 60. You could literally just grind green mobs and not do any risky quests. Ah, uh, the South Park way, right? That, kill boards. Yeah, mm, and you could I do don't... that. You could level up from 1 to 60 and do nothing but kill mobs, make sure they're green, make sure they're low level and stuff like that. But let's be honest, could you do that? Would you find that fun to play? Or would you prefer playing something that makes you go, oh my god, you know, surviving I... with like and we've had it, people survived with, like, one HP. I had one HP, and I remember I was recording that, and that was so awesome. The feeling you get after that, because you think, like, oh, I died, and then you had that one HP left. That yeah, is yeah. insane. You don't get that from anywhere else. Uh, that, yeah, that... I have a question for you guys. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to ask this. Because you were playing Hunter, did you ever let your feigned death run out? Um... No. 
but I, uh, but I, but I know, know, know that some some people have, and then there were appeals, and you had to st- had yeah. to say that it's a, it's part of the game. Sorry, mate. Uh, well, but but hey, uh, but the good news, if when when you said that you're not going to make it to sixty, uh, there there's a person who I think they have told themselves that they are not or weren't very good in the game, uh, like not good enough to even to think about raiding, for example. And they leveled no talents, naked mage to level sixty. What? So yeah. yeah. And and they had a fun playing it. I, I watched the streams a lot. Uh and holy fuck, really? Yeah. yeah. So some and of the achievements it, that people have done here is insane. And I mean I'm one hundred percent sure that everyone can make it to level sixty in hardcore. It's just a matter of approaching the game the way you can make it. Yeah. But we so, had a guy get to 60 as a hunter and took no damage for his whole run. What? Never no once took a single... No way. No damage. Yeah. No damage whatsoever. No, no, not hit, not full damage, nothing. And that we had... Um, it's actually on the add-on itself, there's a load of achievements. What The first person that tried it got to 58 as a mage before taking damage. Um, and then somebody else tried it, and they got a hunter to level sixty, and never once oh, took a wow. single point of damage. So some of the things that people can pull off is just insane. Are they like the leader of all the hunters? Like, <laughs> are they the, AI? <laughs> yeah, the no, the just, end hunter boss. Like, no, it's just it's game knowledge. It's knowing what this mob does. This so like mobs that do an instant damage cast, they avoid. Or they made sure they had like uh, nature protection potions or shadow protection potions and stuff like mm. that before they took them on. So it was a lot of game knowledge, but it's just, you know, I can't even. I, I, I tried it. I got to level five before I took damage. I went, nah, screw this. I'm not doing that again. We have people with ADHD brains that are trying to remember what this boss did or this mob did when you have killed 100 of them before and you have no idea what the fuck they do. Oh, this is a caster! Never mind! Yeah, I just I think, think of that... all the characters that died <laughs> on the way to achieve that. Yes! Dude, I looked at how many times I've died in the, my classic playthrough. So, I've, I've been playing for, what, like a year plus now? Yeah. I'm playing a mage. I've started, like, <clears throat> mid-TBC. I have died more than 250 times. There's no way I can survive <laughs> hardcore. There's no fucking way I can do that. But you think, think about it differently when you go into it. You you go into a, a quest now and think, oh, I'll give it a shot. If I die, I'll just get some friends and we'll do yeah, it later. Exactly. You knowing that die means you have to delete that character at any time. Mm. Or you, oh, you can group up. Run. You can group up in um, official. But oh. I'm saying in... So that's the big thing, is the official, there's a different rule set to the solo self-found hardcore that we've all been playing. You can group up for stuff, you can trade, you can use your auction house. Um, so they've they've wanted to make it so that it's still a... Because the, the game is still an MMO, it's, a, it's a meant to be a multiplayer game. Yeah, That's why they've done it like that, well that's what they've, they've said they've done it like that. But in, that's the thing, in softcore, you went into a quest and you thought, I'll give it a shot, I'm a mage, I can ice block i can aoe kite them or something like that and if you died oh well i died i'll try it again now you're on hardcore you'll look at that question and go could i die to this 
there's a very high chance. Should I do this quest now? You'll either decide, no, I'll over-level and come back a bit later, or you'll go, you know what, I want the thrill of seeing if I can accomplish this. I'm going to do it. You know, think of an elite quest in whatever version you're playing at the moment that you know you cannot complete on your own. Or tons. <laughs> and think now imagine you're hardcore and you think, you know what, I'm going to give it a try and I'm going to see if I can do this. And if you succeeded in doing it, you just you just, you just feel, ah, oh, you want to jump up and shout and be like, yeah! Dude, I, I'm playing a, a mage and I have the worst guiding mechanics the, on the planet. <laughs> he he there's doesn't no way. know the there's no way. Yay! <laughs> we, there's no we way. Did, uh, we did three men RFK with no tank, for example. Ooh. Or yeah. Mar Marauden <laughs> with no tank. You don't, you don't need a tank if you have a hunter. And the oh, hunter yeah. knows how to control the pit. And you don't need five people. And all those things, those little, little things, they make the game so much more rewarding. So on the official ser servers, if I group up with someone and I die, like in a dungeon, do the others have to... No, you're, you're just dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's better, I guess. They can potentially game. replace you or they can just carry on without you. So previously, if you did a duo or trio with someone, like you had to be online all the time and level up together, yep. then if you died, you had like everyone had to stop to that. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, no one, and no one would group up with me, to be fair. I did a trio in Wrath with um, two people that I knew quite well. We got to level 45 and died because one of our guys got too close to a horde encampment without realizing it and got splattered wow. literally within seconds. Nice. And you're just like, well, we gave it a day and we went back and then we all got to 80. But it was just, you know, and it's it's more fun. Doing a duo or trio, everyone's like, oh, it's easy. But the, the real life aspects of it is the challenge. And it is a lot of fun. So if you find I... a couple of people that just want to have a play around with it, it's definitely worth doing. I tried with friends. That was yeah. the only thing. I never do that again. I know a duo people who met uh, in, in hard, hardcore. They have... They, uh, started playing hardcore they started a duo and currently they are engaged so yeah. it can oh, be oh fun. that's cool that's cool <laughs> did they made it yeah couple, well it takes a lot times. it takes a lot of different meaning to till death do us part <laughs> <laughs> true okay, can we so... do the shout outs yes less that that was the, the, uh, something <laughs> like that 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 was was whatever you know what I mean. This is your time, guys, to do your uh, your shoutouts. Uh, do I start from the beginning and uh, KSU carry on? When yeah, I... sure. How long right. do you probably, have? You'll probably name a few people that I would name, to be honest. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the original stuff started with Cargus, who started level um, streaming Iron Man leveling and then evolved it into hardcore that the community knows. And community members or let's say mods active known people streamers organizers like jordi uh alen yeah those those guys did so much backbreaking hard work with no thanks unforgiven as well steen funaria nix um Kazatel, for example who was the the main motor in road to ragnaros on eu if not for him uh eu would never have done road to ragnaros 
absolutely he just you know he saw nobody is doing it he asked if he can start and try and he did it um brandon who uh had the first site that we had you know the the ver uh, verification site um the leaderboard all the infos and stuff um fresh maiden oli james hg uh, abers the level 16 no talents uh, no gear mage <laughs> yeah uh really out like really outdid what she thought was possible like really out and i'm uh, She's a friend. I'm a proud. <laughs> um, I'm proud too, and I don't even know her. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I think Jaman had uh, one of the first Magora uh, events. Also, Noob Core. That was ten man dungeons at the most minimum level that you could enter the dungeon in. And uh, Juno did a lot of stuff in um, Australia for the Oceanic people. Um, mm -hmm. Grace for days. I think was one one of those. Uh, let's see if I can kill the main uh, tiger in Stranglethorn at level forty, and you know, dressed in a boxer's outfit and kited in, into <laughs> in, into guard to manage to kill it and stuff. Tactics, Tommy Salami, um, speedrunners. Um, KUC have to help me. Who was the person who took no damage to sixty? I I really draw a uh blank. So static statics was the first person to who who made it the challenge. The achievement oh, yeah, is called statics. statics challenge. Um, he made it to fifty eight. Tactics is actually the person that made it to sixty, on the hunter. And who who was the second one who did it as well on, on hunter? It was. No, tactics was the hunter. Statics did it. Tried to do it as a mage and got to fifty eight. Tactics did oh, it as a okay. hunter and got to sixty. Okay, because I think there was another person who made it to level sixty with no damage taking as well and i you know I, I i can see his face on on his uh streamer room but i can't recall the name and i'm sorry <laughs> and uh, uh f's and chat was, which was um like a once in a week every other week a stream where people would watch uh cool hardcore clips or death clips uh, was with winky and uh april kit cat who was and is i'm not i'm not sure if she still is but like all these four years has been really like an uplifting person in the community and like i, I didn't I, I expected to start the game mode give it a go and quit wow but actually apricot is one of my really good friends in life at this point and that's that's one cool thing as well you thought you were playing game but then you make connections that likely last for the rest of your life and with that, I think I've read my shadow list. <laughs> you, you even might have those people from the game visiting you when you're lying in the hospital bed. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> might have been, been me when you were in the hospital. Yes! Wow. Oh, dear. She, she's old. She's old. Can I tell the um, phone ringing story? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, so it's fine. yeah, so she's almost <laughs> bled to death. Like is is in the hospital, has lost so much blood. Mm -hmm. Like drugged up to hell and back again, you know. And I then just her, to wait. <laughs> and and yeah, she's trying to lead a raid in the hospital <laughs> and I'm telling her like what the hell? 
And uh, then her phone rings and it's layers raining blood that's playing. And I'm like, fuck. Never changed the ringtone. <laughs> yep. That, that sounds about right. Right. I really like uh, the game, how much you can make friends in real life as well. Yeah. It's okay. To be honest, uh, my shouts are quite a few of the people that uh, I have already mentioned. Um, Apricot is still a part of the team and is still a big positive influence on the entire community. Um, so pretty much all the people you've mentioned are in there. The actual ones I'd like to put out there are uh, the add-on development team they do amazing things with this add-on mm -hmm. now and it is all free they don't um they don't get paid for this uh, so you got Malfin, um who's one of the, the main people you've also got Zedane. Zedane. sorry i probably said that wrong so he's gonna kick my ass about it if he hears this <laughs> um yeah that's they've taken the add-on from just a oh here's a way not to track not to have everyone record to it blocks your mailbox it blocks the auction house it will lock track everything it's got the achievements in there things like that um, these guys deserve all the praise they can for what they've built um and yeah the the, the mod team have done everything they can towards it um and you know cargos again for essentially steam starting the ball rolling for this sort of thing whatever he's doing with him, himself these days um it, i could be here forever with loads of different people um and i've worked with them closely especially over the last few months we've done a big reorganization of the classic hardcore discord to sort of fit in every aspect you've got the official you've got the era you've got wrath in there um i've been working quite a lot with Nade, who's the Wrath guy, just trying to make sure they're happy as well, because they did the the, the hardcore was quite era based, so the add-on was quite focused on era, whereas Wrath was still there, but it was once you hit sixty, the add-on pretty much only really tracked you. There was nothing else there, so he's the main guy that runs all the Wrath stuff. Um, but yeah, there's just there's so, they're, they're, I could, you could be here for hours meeting people, but anyone in the community that just helps keep things going. Um, and has helped it get to where it is today, to the point where Blizzards have finally gone. Do you know what? We think this is a good idea. Here's a server for you. We got mm -hmm. there. Right. Yeah. I, I want to chime in because I, I, I wanted to have as many names as I could. Because yeah, so you, many, should. So, you should. So many people uh, deserve thanks. And I went through my list with Terrell. Uh, and I forgot to name Terrell. <laughs> Terrell, yes, it's named Terrell. I yeah. forgot him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and like Terrell, for example, uh, made such an extensive from hardware to software to tips and tricks and uh, everything you need if you want to record, if you want to stream, if you want to start out anything in that. And that I think was like people could actually pay for that, like twenty, thirty bucks for that information and uh, Terrell put it all out free to the Discord for us to ping or um, to um, have it open for everyone who when there was no add-on at that point if they wanted to make their to get their name into the leaderboard and that's only one thing Terrell does and did and Terrell is a good one you know what we're gonna do 
uh, we're going to I'm going to ask you guys to list all, all the names and we're going to include them in the uh, description of the video as a special um, shout out because uh, honestly, I knew nothing about the hardcore aside from, you know, watching videos and um, listening to you two and, and Yaz, who has actually uh, played a lot of um, classic and I hope a lot of hardcore as well. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like you... You guys made. You're 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 who made the um, World of Warcraft not being more than a game, actually. So um, for that, you you deserve you know I don't know you deserve um, an applaud from uh, from everyone because you you made it there through sheer will and and passion and now it's an official thing and uh, yeah it's a big thing. Um, I'm gonna try it. I'm probably gonna die at level five somewhere, but it's fine. <laughs> I'll try it again, I guess. Um, we yeah, we go again. Are you guys um, playing? Were you guys playing EU or NA? Uh, EU. EU. Yeah. Oh, we'll find. We should find out our server names tomorrow. Yeah, there was cool. already a relation of the server names. That's for the North Americas. Oh, that that's was the, for that's the NA one because their patch was last night. Ours is tonight, and we should hear where it's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. So, uh, Iron, Chaos, thanks again for being here. Uh, you've been awesome. Uh, Armoreth, Yaz, uh, it's a pleasure, I should say. Anyway, uh, I see you guys way too much. Um, thank you. And um, if you anyone wants to close this off, Yaz or Armoreth, or... <laughs> no, just see you on the hardcore servers. Yeah, the hype yes. is real. Yeah, I I yep. was already thinking if I should just you know like I have done many times in special occasions that I have been just you know playing through the night, kind of just stayed up, and that was for a key release as well. And I was kind of thinking that maybe I should not go to sleep next yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> if you, if you... I, I kind of want to be there because this is huge. Right. Well, if you if you start on Thursday, uh, I'll see you in Zalaza and Q on Friday, right? <laughs> oh shit! No. I won't. I'm uh, I'm going to Alliance this time. <laughs> oh. What? Wow, human. Wow, bad. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> The the uh, the Discord is going to be in the description. All the names are going to be in the description. Thank you guys for making this happen. This is a very big deal. And uh, we'll see you in the official hardcore servers now. And uh, yeah, that was it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us and see you there. Yeah, thanks for being in.